Hello and welcome to the Bober Academy Football Podcast. We are excited to bring back our Lineman of the Week series here for the 2022 season where we're going to be highlighting great offensive line play throughout the Omaha metro area and surrounding areas. We're going to bring um, high school offensive linemen onto the show and their coaches and talk about their season, what they're doing, and everything to do with offensive line play. This podcast is brought to you by the Bober Academy. I started the Bober Academy in 2019 with the mission to train and develop superior linemen to dominate on the gridiron. I'm your host, Chris Bober, eight-year NFL veteran. I've started games in the NFL at every offensive line position, and I love dealing with anything to do with football, especially the offensive line. Now, if you are listening to this podcast we're on, on your podcast app, just be sure to click the subscribe button so make sure that you're notified of our weekly shows. We do a lot of different shows out there. Also, if you're watching us on YouTube, click the little button down there to subscribe to our channel and also the notification bell. We, we would love your comments um, and your feedback. And if, if you're seeing this anywhere out there on social media, feel free to like, share, retweet, comment, whatever goes on out there in the social media world. We want to spread the message of great offensive line play. So thank you for joining us. Let's get to the show. All righty. So, well, we welcome into the the Bober Academy Football Podcast Studio, i.e., my office here um, over Streamyard. We're going to have some some great young men and joining us today, the Elkhorn Antlers. Right? Um, I'm a big antler fan. Obviously, my son uh, graduated from there. My daughter's a senior there, and I'm an antler at heart, man. I'm, I'm a transplant. You know, I'm a convert to the antlers. So, I'll always support you guys. It's great to have you here. We have Coach Fight, Coach Dan Feichert, and Coach Feichert. You know, he's a kind of a legacy out there at Elkhorn, you know, won a state championship back in the day, you know, coaches a little bit. Then he comes back and he, he fills the shoes of a legend himself and Mark Warman. And what does he do his first season? He only loses to one team and has a great season. And they are set up for another great season, right? Starting out at three and one. Uh, Coach Fikert is here. We have All-Stater Aiden Betts. Aiden is um, a two-time All-Stater. And he plays O-line and D-line. I know he's committed to Minnesota State, so he's pretty excited about that. And, of course, we have the, the man in the middle, the center, Ben Reynolds. Um, both Aiden and Ben um, are students of mine. Um, I got to coach them in the offseason at the Bober Academy. Um, so happy to see their success. Hunter, gentlemen, thank you so much for joining me tonight. Mm -hmm. Yeah, thanks, thanks, for, thanks, for, having thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks for having us. Awesome, awesome. Okay, so I'm so glad we got to talk this week because you are coming off just a huge win. Right. Um, if you follow the antlers, you know they're three and one, two and oh to start the season. They go out and play a super physical game against the Cruz Cougars. A lot of guys, you guys know these guys. We were in camp together this this winter, right? Good, tough physical play. They end up coming out ahead on that one, but the antlers bounced back. And coach, first questions for you, right? You start out great, had a very physical game where you feel like it could have went your way against Gross, I believe. Then you come back and bounce back against Scott. Now the first half against Scott, it was a it was a dogfight, right? They were doing some things and having a little success. And then I sent you a text after the game because I don't know what you said to these guys at halftime, but they came out on fire. I mean, it was a different level. They were playing harder than I've seen them play in a long time. Tell me how that happened. What what did you say to those guys at half, and what was that like coming from, you know, narrowly missing a victory and, and losing to Gross, but then not starting hot against Scott, but then somehow you guys came out and pulled off a 34-13 victory. Yeah, I think uh, kind of our big thing all week was just how do you respond to adversity? You know, we, we're dealing with the first loss of the season. 
Um, and for a lot of these guys, I mean, it's the first loss to a team other than Bennington. So mm-hmm. it's kind of just like, I think the initial shock of, well, we lost a game. What does that mean? And, and really I was challenging them just with, it's not necessarily that you lose, it's how you respond. And so I felt like we had our best week of practice last week. Um, and then Scott, you know, it was kind of like, we've been talking about how we hadn't had a long run all year. And then we came out and ripped off a 70 yarder right away. And um, I think we kind of, at least in my head, I think we're all kind of thinking, Ooh, this is going to happen every series. And then it didn't. Um, And, you know, Scott, well-coached, they got good athletes. They, they kind of stuffed it a little bit. Um, Halftime, Chris, I, I'd like to say I gave some rah-rah big speech, but you can tell, you know, ask the boys. I just, I kind of said, Hey, it's a four quarter game. This game's not over. It's halftime. Um, and I really felt like we got better as that game went on. So we, we made some adjustments um, and, and the kids are coachable and, and it worked out. Nice. Yeah. It, it, second half was much better. Aiden, let me ask you this. You know, what was the difference between coming off a of gross? You didn't have the probably the first half you wanted against Scott. Did you say anything? Was there anything said or is it just kind of an unwritten like, hey, guys, a look. You looked at each other and said, let's step it up. What happened in the second half versus Scott? Well, I think we knew the first half, it was tough at halftime. We were a little down, but we knew once we got through the, the tough patch that we were going to come on top. I think there was still confidence in the locker room. I don't think we had – I think we didn't lose any confidence. We just knew that we just had to stop them, go back and score. and get the, the, Once we got that momentum back, we knew that we had the game in our hands. That's just what it came down to. Yeah, momentum such a huge thing in football, and the, and the good teams, the great teams are the ones who know how to kind of put a stop to that negative momentum and get it turned around. Now, Ben, tell me, you know, being the center, obviously I was a center too. Um, you're kind of in charge of getting everyone lined up and getting them going. I noticed a couple little tweaks you guys did. Tell me about what you what you did different in the second half. I think I think schematically you changed up just a little bit, and it kind of got you the edge, and then that momentum carried over. Yeah, our uh, we changed a couple – um, blocking schemes with our tight ends a little bit. and But we kept it pretty simple in the middle and just went out, got backers, and did what we were supposed to do. And it really pulled together in the second half. Yeah, you know, you guys are you guys are lucky to play in a great offense. And I was, tell, I was talking to Coach last week before the game. He's down there setting up the video. You know, this is what a head coach does. He set up the video, video um, cameras and stuff down there. And um, – you know, what he mentioned was that – and I, what I talked to him about was I love the scheme you guys have, right? You guys are so simple, but within that scheme, there's little nuances. And I noticed that since since Austin played with you guys a couple of years ago, you've really expanded that rip package. Coach, tell me about, like, kind of what you do out there. I see you guys – you guys run dive, you guys run trap, you guys run counter, you guys run a toss play that you're really trying to implement, and you guys run that lead play, almost like a duo where you split the defense right at the C-gap. Tell me about your like offensive philosophy and how you guys you guys run it up front and how you guys do it overall. Yeah, you know we've been doing the same thing, Chris, really for for forty plus years. Um, it's it's the offense that I ran, it's the offense that I inherited, and I love it. Um, we keep it simple. You know, we run power off tackle, we run pitch, we run trap, uh, we got counter, we got ISO. I mean, it really boils down to that. And from there, you know, we can obviously quarterback can keep or we can go play action. And, and it starts with up front. You know, if we're moving people, if we're getting off the ball, um, if we're getting positive yardage every play, we get really tough to stop. So uh, the one really nice thing about, you know, we're in a day and age where everybody's spread and everybody's, you know, shotgun. And, and we've got our spread package too, which we've used and, and we'll continue to use this year. But um, the nice thing about being under center is you hand the ball off to a tailback and usually a bad play results in a two yard gain. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what I like. You know, if we can kind of stay ahead of the chains and, um, keep getting positive yardage. Uh, that's when good things happen. 
Nice. Yeah, I, I love it. It's it's so simple, but you do it really, really well. And like I said, I I noticed on that lead play and some of the plays you have, you, you had some down blocks a little bit differently the way Scott was playing that 6-2 against you guys, and you kind of exploited that little fold there and changed up a little bit of how you led that, that fullback and tied in through there. So little things like that, but you don't have to change the whole scheme. Don't have to throw it all out the window. Now, Ben, you're the, as a center in the middle, tell me about this offense for you guys. What do you guys feel? How do you guys feel about it up front? What, what's your favorite plays? What do you guys like doing? Yeah, I enjoy pounding the rock with our rip offense. And I like, um, I like getting off, getting to backers. And I do like our little play action passes that we throw in there every now and then. And, I like having our quarterback who can run the ball. I love it when he's carrying the ball, and I like it. Yeah, I mean, not, not a whole lot changes in the middle, man. You got a guy right over you, just take him off the ball. Now, Betsy over there, you know, a tackle, he gets to do a little bit more, right? You know, you see him lots of times on double teams on the front side, but you got him pulling, pulling a little bit too. And obviously the athlete that he is, he's a big, big benefit. So, Betts, tell me, tell me what do you like in this offense? Well, I like how we implemented a lot, a lot of new things. I like that it's not just the this, this simple run up the middle. We have different niches, like you said, that we can do, little traps and little counters that we do. And this last week, we, that counter that, that worked, I pulled, that worked, that worked really well. I thought that, that that new stuff really keeps the defense off balance. You don't know what's going to come next. Yeah, you got to kind of pick your poison if you if you guess wrong. I, I love it when I'm watching you guys and they're just like throwing guys up at the line of scrimmage and all of a sudden you hit a quick little trap on them. That's that's awesome because, you know, that's got one one layer you break through and all of a sudden the guy's into the secondary. So I, I love it. Um, Coach, now you're you're blessed with a great offensive line. I mean, you guys have a, are big dudes, great athletes. I've coached a lot of those guys, and I, I'm really impressed with what you, what you have. You guys have one of the best lines around. Um, but you also are blessed with some pretty good skill players. And these guys kind of came out of nowhere, honestly. I mean, the last couple of years, you know, that championship year, you guys had, you know, some great athletes. They're all state type players. And last year, Hayden Steck and some of those guys. And then all of a sudden this year, KJ Shank shows up and he's get pulling off a couple hundred yards a game. And you got Cooper Fetty in there. He's blasting it. And you got Suffolk who, who gives you a threat on, down the field. And of course you got Connor Hunt. Tell me about your skill players and um, kind of what they've meant to this team this year. Yeah, this is a group of guys that, um, you know, they've, they've been playing together for a while, Chris. And um, the best thing about them is we don't really have a flashy guy. Um, I, KJ is a great example of, you know, you see the kid on, they, and the, you see the kid walking down the street and you wouldn't think, oh, that's a 200 yard a game back, but you give him the ball and he's not flashy. You know, he runs a four seven. Um, but if he hits a seam, he hits it and he means it. Um, and the, the interesting thing is I feel like we've got a group of kids that really buy into what we do, um, which is not always the case everywhere. And, and it'd be hard for some kids to say, Hey, you know, we're going to be in double tight for most of the game. We're going to be getting three and four yards to carry. It's not going to be flashy. It's going to be ugly sometimes, but um, no, you know, I always tell them, uh, hey, an, an ugly six-yard gain is about the most beautiful thing in the world. Um, and, and KJ is really good at getting the ugly six-yard gains. Um, Connor Hunt is is really good at, you know, just just when he needs to, he'll pull and he puts his head down. Like I think of that, you know, that uh, run against Scott, you know, it was fourth and two and um, and we we called him to pull and he pulled it. And, and when he came off on the fake, I kind of thought maybe he was going to run for the pylon, but if you know anything about Connor Hunt, he likes running <laughs> people over. So he uh, he decided to kind of put his head down and just get in the end zone. So no, I, you know, we do. We're blessed with we're blessed with good linemen, Chris. We're blessed with good skill kids, and um, we're just really um, we're fortunate that that they buy into what we do. 
Yeah, and they, and they love it. And you can see, um, Ben, tell me, you know, you're the center. You got a special relationship with the quarterback, given you the closeness of you guys during every single play. But I, I heard you mention how you, how you love Connor Hunt back there. And he's a tough kid, man. I've known Connor for a long time. And I was not surprised that he did not go for the pile on there. Tell me what it's like blocking for Connor. I mean, he's an intense dude. You know what I mean? And he he is very competitive. And I felt like in the scud game, he was that extra element. Kind of put the team on his back and said, we're not going to be denied down here. Tell me what it's like blocking for Connor and kind of the relationship you guys have. Yeah, me and Connor are good buddies, always hanging out on the weekend together, hanging out at school together. And I love having Connor as my quarterback. He's always on big plays. He's always getting everyone hyped in the huddle before we go out there. And he's a fiery guy. And it's great blocking for him, having us lead, having him lead our team. Yeah, just a tremendous athlete and competitor. And I, I noticed, Coach, you have um, you have Connor play a little safety too. I mean, you can't keep that guy off the field. You no, know, he's too, guys- too good of an athlete, Chris. We need him on both sides of the ball. <laughs> I hear you, and he comes downfield like a missile. Um, speaking of defense, I noticed last game. You know, Betsy's always been a great defensive player, but there's a Ben made a lot of plays. You got you got some guys up front making a lot of big stops up there. Um, you know, Bets, tell me about you know playing both ways, right? And I know you're on the fence, right? You're going up to Minnesota State, offense or defense. You know, I'm throwing the defense out of there because I want you to play O line. But um, I mean, you're on the field for a lot. You know, how, how do you handle being on the on the field that much? And you know, is it is it a different mindset? You know, what's it like having to go both ways? Um, I think the mindset is is a lot more calm. You can't get too high or too low. I think you just got to know we're doing it for the team. You can't let these guys down because, you know, you have to be on the field for them because they do everything for you. You got to do everything for them. It's just everything to win. The mind, the mindset's just more calm. You can't get too high or too low. You just got to stay level-headed the whole game and just push through. You can't think about getting tired. Just play for the people next to you. I love it. I love it. That's a that's a great mindset. I felt like people get maybe a little too emotional. They do experience the highs and lows, but if you don't get any plays off, you don't get any time to think about it. So that's probably probably a blessing. Um, all right, coach, you got a big game coming up, right? And I, like I said, I'm going to be on the, on the call this week um, for your game. It's going to be on TV. And this Bennington team, tell me, you know, as a coach, last couple of years, Andler's only lost a handful of games, but they've lost three of those games to Bennington. What does it mean to go into this Bennington team? What's your message? I know I know it's just another opponent, but there's a little bit more with Bennington. They got a really good team. And, you know, I feel like this year you guys might be a good matchup with them. Yeah. Bennington, um, they they deserve to be the number one team in the state right now. I 100 percent agree with that. You know, they're 13 and 0 last year, they're 4-0 now. And um I think they uh, their coaches do a great job of knowing what they have too. You know, last year they they had a really good old line. They had a three thousand yard back um, that that ran the ball a lot. This year, you know, they, their offense kind of works through this Trey Bird who can run and throw, and they've got another good running back. And you no, know, they're they're a really talented team, Chris. And we, uh, you know, we kind of our focus this week has been: can we get better? You know, what can we get better at? Because I tell these kids all the time, you know, I, I feel like we've got the best line in the state, and um, and we have to go out there and prove it. Um, and so it's one of those things that we're looking at little things that we can always improve on um, that we're emphasizing during the week. Um, obviously, Bennington you know, is going to be a really good team, and we know that. But the good thing, Chris, is you know, we have, I think, the toughest schedule in the state. So, um, you know, we get a turnaround after beating Scott and we get to go play number one Bennington. So it, it brings out the best in us every week. And um, I really feel like we learned from our loss to Gross. Um, and I think we've just you know kind of slowly been getting better. And that's really what it is. If we can get a little better each week and, 
get through our schedule, we'll kind of know come come playoff time who we got to beat and what we got to do. Yeah, yeah, I, I like it. Great answer. Uh, Betsy, let me ask you a question. All right, so last year, Bennington had five seniors on the O-line, okay? They lost all of those guys. They graduated. And they got some good dudes up there. I agree, but maybe not the line they had last year. Do you feel like up front, both on offense and defense, that – this is a game that needs to be won by you guys, right? They got some good skilled players, right? Do you need? Do you feel like you need to control the trenches even more this week just because you don't want to let these guys get too far away from you? Well, I think that's something you got to do every week. You got to be – every week, once, if you can win the battle up front every week, you're going to win. I think that's just the goal every week. And, of course, this week is the same thing. Yeah, they lost a lot of linemen last year, but those people this year got to learn from the guys last year. So, so they're also very good too. So I still have respect for them and they're going to be a good, good O-line, D-line. So it should be a good battle, but of course we're going to try to win the battle up front. Yep. Yep. How about you, Ben? You know, what's, what's ben, this Bennington team mean to you this week? It's a big game, obviously. Yep. What, what do you think about going into this game? Yeah. I remember the feeling walking off their field in the freezing cold weather last year. And I'm super excited to have them this week and get us, Second shot at taking them down. Nice, nice. That's, you know, big week, but again, it's it just counts for one. Right, Coach? Um, tell me, I, every year, Coach Warman always had, like, you know, a saying coming coming in every year. It's usually it's on your shirts and the saying you kind of say. What's what's the Elkhorn Antlers message, message this year? You know, Chris, uh, it's funny because for 42 years, Coach Wortman came up with a new quote every year. Um, I came in year one and, and I had day by day as our quote. Um, and I think I've fallen in love with it so much that I, I'm going to have that one stick around for a little while longer. So you know, it's kind of becoming more instead of a, a quote, it's kind of more of a program motto. Um, and so that's kind of what we look at. And, you know, I, I probably say it more than I, I realize. But, you know, every day we just want to get better. Um, and we had a great practice today, Chris. I feel like we had a better practice today than yesterday. I feel like we're having a you know a better week of practice than last week. So it's just each day and each week we're getting better. Um, and and you know hopefully again tomorrow have a good pregame practice, and then Friday we just we want to play a little better than last week. So um, that's one of the beautiful things I think that that we've done really well in Elkhorn football for a long time is um, you know you it's it's a long journey you know from from the first game August 26th to November 22nd. You know it's it's a long journey to get there. It's 13 weeks of football. Um, and you can't get caught up in trying to get all the way to the end goal. So, you know, we try and take it in what we can control, which is practice today, um, practice tomorrow, playing better this week than we did last week. So that's kind of where we're at. So day by day. Nice. I like it. Stick with what works, right? Um, oh, Ben, tell me about um, Coach Feichert, man. You know, you had Wartman, obviously, for a couple of years. Now you got Coach Feichert. You know, tell me the differences. What's 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 it like with, with Coach Feichert? I mean, I'm, I'm jacked up by him just being around him, kind of like I was with Wartman. Um, what's it like having um, Coach Fiker at the head? Yeah, I love having Coach Fiker as head coach. I wouldn't want any other head coach than him. And I love his uh, his calm presence that he brings to the team. You know, at the locker room, he always has us take a deep breath in and before games, deep breath out. And I trust him in the plays he calls, plays he runs. I enjoy having him as coach. Yeah, coach, he's he's done a great job coming in. Now, there's another coach that's been there for a long time that carried over from Warman. I mean, a lot of them did, obviously. But um, tell me about Betsy. Why don't you tell me a little bit about Backus, right? I, I got every time I see Coach Backus, I talk to him for 15 minutes, right? He's got so many stories. He knows everyone. Um, Austin's told me tons of stories. My son, 
Tell me about Bacchus. What's, what's he like out there having having a, a coach like Bacchus who's been around forever with his knowledge? Well, it's, it's pretty cool because he's he's seen everything, you know, so he knows what's happening, and he, he's, all, he's always calm. There's no, nothing ever makes him surprised, really, or anything. He always knows what to do, what, what's going on, and he's just a calming presence, and he's he knows football more than anybody, so he's going to know what to do, I feel like. He's, he's just a great coach, and he's going to – He's helped Connor Hunt become a great quarterback too. Yeah, it's probably a great, great um, calming force for you, Coach. Too, you know, um, I, I saw that in Warman. You know, in the playoffs a couple of years ago when you guys won it, it was there was no panic with him. He'd been around and he'd been in those games, and it, that's where I really saw how great he was as a coach. Is, is Coach Backus having him around kind of feel like you kind of have that experience on your side? Yeah, it's kind of nice. I I give Backus a pretty hard time. You know, I teach a couple of rooms away from him and. Um, I, I see him a ton. I see I see him now more than I see my wife, I swear. And, uh, you know, I'm seeing him every day. But, no, I, I always give him a hard time because I feel like we balance each other out pretty well because um, I'm the young guy. I'm full energy, and I, I'm always bouncing around. or I'm, I'm usually worried about something. So I, I love that Ben says I'm a calming presence because in my head I don't feel that way. But, um, you know, Bacchus does a pretty good job of, of trying to get me to relax and keeping things in perspective. And like Betsy said, it – it takes a lot to get to get John back as fired up, um, and he will. He'll get fired up when he needs to. But no, I feel like we do kind of have a pretty good a pretty good relationship going from when you know he was my coach back in the day when I got to play for him, and um, it's kind of cool now to get a coach with him. Oh man, and coach, if you if you see him in the halls, he's probably stretching. You know, I want to uh, yeah. be, I want to be coach Bacchus when I'm his age, right? I want to be out there running and doing the stretches and doing all the stuff that he does. He's, he's an inspiration definitely. But um, coach to finish us off, tell me about your guys up front. You got Aiden Betts and Ben Reynolds here. Tell me what's like coaching these guys. I know you got some other great players up there. Tell me about your, your big boys. Yeah, no, our, our team, Chris, uh, you know, each year really kind of ebbs and flows with our own line and, and our seniors and, uh, we've got, you know, these two guys were, were selected by their teammates as captains um, for a reason. You know, they they lead us up front. Uh, Benny's always making sure we're, we're blocking the right people and, and getting in the right calls. And, uh, you know, Betsy is just a, a people mover. You know, I, I can I can run behind that guy and, and we do run behind that guy a lot. So, no, I you know, I knew coming into this year, Chris, that. Uh, you know, our, our line was going to be our strength and, and we've got good skill guys, like you said, but um, no, I, I love coaching them. They're, they're coachable, which is, I think the best compliment you can give a kid. If, if I tell Ben Reynolds to do something, he's going to do it the first time you ask him, you know? And so it's just, uh, uh, you know, having these two up front leading us. And the other nice thing is you can put maybe more inexperienced guys next to them and they'll help them along too. So, so we've, we've utilized that already this year with having some tight ends that, that maybe a little need a little bit of help. We'll throw them on the left side by Betsy or having a guard that, that maybe he's not hundred percent sure exactly you know, where they're going and, and Benny can kind of point them in the right direction. So they show great leadership on the field. Nice. Nice. Yeah. And um, I, coachable is a great word for them because I had them for eight weeks in my, in my school and they were the, some of the most coachable guys I've had. So that you can tell why they're successful is because they're coachable. They listen to listen to their coaches and they work hard. Um, all right, Betts, tell me about your alignment, right? I mean, I know a lot of these guys, but give me give me the scoop on these guys. Like, who's who's the funny one? Who thinks they're you know the pretty boy? I mean, I think Ben over here with his hair, he's kind of the best looking <laughs> one of the bunch. But tell me about your guys, man. What's it like with these guys, and what's their personalities like? Oh, it's awesome. You know, Ben's the he's the smile guy. He's always happy. I mean, Jackson is the left guard. He he's put on so much work in the off season. He's gained so much weight. He's just the the smart guy is everywhere. But I'll, I always add the I always add the tight ends too. And Tanner Howe, I would say, is uh, 
he's probably the, the pretty boy, I would say. He's, <laughs> but I, I love that guy. You know, me and him are have, 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 have had a, that connection for two years now. We've talked for two years, and the right side of Gavin. Gavin's been there for a while. He knows what's going on. We have a new like right tackles now, so those yeah. guys are getting their first time playing varsity, and they're doing a pretty good job. And I think uh, even uh, Aiden Suffolk is doing pretty good too. His first year really playing varsity, he's just stepping up to the plate. So it's a great people, great, great guys to have, have around the team, and it's awesome. Yeah, and you got to probably throw Cooper Fetty in there too, man. The fullback, he's he's coming off the ball just like a lineman. How about uh, Ben? What about you? Tell me, you're in the middle. You get to see both sides. What's what do you yeah. guys like up front? Yeah, we got new right tackle this year from Jupiter, Florida, Willie Rush. I mm-hmm. love having him around. He's he's good, good addition to the line. And Gavin Glover, he's a little bit quieter out there, but he's super tough, tough as nails. And Jackson Eddie, I love having him next to me because um, we communicate great and we kind of sort out the D line if they're switching up on us. And Betts, four year starter, he'd feel like playing next to an NFL player over there, but he's great. He's great having him over there. Yeah. That's all. I see an evolution in your own line the last couple of years and it's been, it's been great. And you know, you guys as seniors, as captains, you guys kind of a legacy you want to leave here, obviously bring some of these younger guys along. Cause so the cupboard isn't bare next year for coach Fikert out there. Um, but guys tell you what, I, I just appreciate you guys so much. I love watching you guys play. Um, obviously I'm a little biased, but I, I'm rooting for you guys every week, man. And I, I see what you guys do up front. It kind of, brings a tear to my eye to see to work with you guys all off season and see you guys be so successful. And, you know, I am wishing you guys the best of luck this week against Bennington, man. They've been, I think their, their time's coming, man. I think, I think that you guys are going to match up well, you know, fight it out there up front and play all four quarters and coach go get those Badgers this week, man. Yeah. Thanks, Chris. Thanks for having us on. Yeah, guys. Thanks so much for coming on. Um, we will, I'll be out there on the, on the broadcast this week, but I'll be, um, I can't outwardly root for you guys on the broadcast, but I'll be inside. I will be, you know what I mean? I gotta be, I gotta be a little, little unbiased, but um, anyway, it's great to have you guys on. I, I, I wish you guys the best of success. I'll be watching you all year, all the way through the playoffs and hopefully I'm um, down in Lincoln on, on those big dates for the state championship. So thanks for coming on guys. We will see you out there on Friday. Thanks, thanks for having us. Chris. Thank you. The Bober Academy Football Podcast is available on all podcast platforms. So wherever you listen to your podcast, we're going to be on there. Be sure to subscribe to our channel. That way you get notified of new episodes. Um, Also, we are on YouTube. Um, If you want to find us on YouTube, just uh, search for the Chris Bober Lyman Academy. And be sure to subscribe to our page. Um, click the notification bell and feel free to comment, share everything that goes on there. Um, we're on social media as well. You know, f- follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. We even have a page on TikTok. So the more you can follow us out there, the more we can spread the message of great offensive line play out there. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback, be sure to reach out to us through any of those social media channels and spread the word. We want to get offensive line play great here and everywhere across the area.